0: What's up in the morning, and happy St. Patrick's Day to you.
1: <laughs> You're lucky, charming it. On Chapter 61, we'll take a look at how the French celebrate the shamrock.
0: <laughs> we'll also find out if Julie's going to get booted out of the country. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Julie and Jeff moved to France during a global pandemic. I hate you. <laughs> uh, uh, so I got the call.
0: Yes, you got the call. Apparently, uh, we're going to start the show off with good news.
1: Yes, um, the lovely Madame Jolie from the prefecture uh, gave me a personal call to let me know that I had been accepted and approved to remain in this country for another year.
0: So that's good news.
1: Good news and bad news.
0: What's the bad news?
1: I have to stay in France. anyway the the card is being sent off apparently mm, within the next 10 days 3 weeks I'll get notification yeah
0: and we'll then, have- and then and, and just in time for mm. us to restart <laughs> the reapplication process i mean it's it, it's only good i i thought it uh, it kicked in when when you got the card but mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. it starts when the due date was which is february so we've been Messing around with the uh, French government for all this time with you and your crimi- criminal uh, <laughs> activity with your fingerprints <laughs> and uh, all this and your and your hair and not doing the picture correct. <laughs>
1: My and, ears weren't showing.
0: Yeah, and and now here we are, almost <laughs> April, and so you're gonna and, and and you have you can you can start to reapply for your next year's uh, titre séjour language um, <laughs> it, four months ahead of February. Uh, two. So, no, you can do it four. Can you? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Remember, two is the minimum. Four is the uh, maximum. So, uh, okay, so, so when you get your card, week. get on that computer <laughs> and start reapplying.
1: <laughs> oh, the joys of bureaucracy!
0: Uh, the joys of bureaucracy in France, especially. So that's you know, that's a bit of good news because you were actually wondering if if you were going to get, well, hoping. You were going to get kicked out of the
1: country. Well, I actually said to the nice Madame Jolie, I said, yeah. so I only have a, like a, a, an interim piece of paper saying I can stay, stay here till April 2nd. What happens mm-hmm. if I get asked for my tit de séjour and, and, it hasn't, Language. and it hasn't arrived yet? She goes, don't worry, we're not going
0: to kick you out. <laughs> she whispered it, though. <laughs> yeah. She whispered it like it was as if, wait a minute, someone's listening. Uh, <laughs> some Frenchman is listening, and uh, have to, it's
1: okay. <laughs> Don't worry, you're our
0: safe part. word is.
1: <laughs> 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 Holy cow! Uh, oh well. Just, so that's and, yeah.
0: and you know what? Again, we've we've spoken about this before. This has nothing to do with making sure that we're suitable for the country. It's a two hundred and twenty-five per person money grab every single year for ten years. That's what it's all about here in France money, 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 because everything is free. <laughs> everything is free. Oh, you shouldn't work for a living. We'll pay you. Oh, my goodness, this oh, place. Oh, boy,
1: you, uh, you know, we can get into that discussion. But I no, think I it's, it's fairly know. similar, you know, in terms of the mentality in Canada. It's very socialistic. Uh, yeah,
0: I know. But it's just uh, here it's – and and there are, you know, they have – pay. They, they discourage businesses from growing because they impose these uh, dramatic taxes for each employee that they hire.
1: Yeah, it makes no sense because small business is the backbone uh, of any economy. So yeah. I think the big takeaway is nothing is free.
0: No, not, well, of course, nothing is free. But, so uh, some people think it is. Uh, hey, listen, we got, I got to say, we got a huge response. To last week's show. Thanks so much to Malin for coming here and joining us and sharing their wonderful alpaca farm with us. I can't tell you, people uh, uh, were obviously going through the photos like like wildfire. Lots of uh, <laughs> likes, lots of comments, and then actually, I got a couple of emails from friends of mine saying, "Okay, that's it. We're coming, and that's going to be that's <laughs> on- going to be on the itinerary." Uh,
1: yeah. Well, you can't go wrong when you post pictures of really cute. Oh. Animals and and and
0: you know I I know I was talking about the sloth and I still find a, a sloth very cute but th- there is something about that alpaca and I mm. you know I, besides them being just so cute there's this amazing wonder in their in their yeah. little faces it's like. Well.
1: Um, yeah and they on? all have different little haircuts and different <laughs> smiles some have outgoing teeth some have ingoing oh teeth
0: <laughs> some have all over the place going teeth but you know uh, yeah you mentioned the haircuts she's got a couple that uh, she's got uh, shorn to look like lions mm-hmm. uh, yeah 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 so thanks Malin again. that was a really fun episode to to record and uh, also just to experience um we'll we'll be back we'll be back to their, yeah. their
1: speaking of cute animals mm yes you've been working very hard as as you have been uh, for how long now have you been a, oh you know what volunteering it's volunteering with it's 6 or 7 stray paws. years well
0: okay let's let's do the math because um it's it's when we started looking for a dog and our, our first dog was uh from from stray paws from Greece was Anna so you tell me
1: that was uh, the summer of 2018 mm mm-hmm. So I think shortly after that, you started uh, helping them out with their adoptions um, by um, creating these adorable adoption videos.
0: Yeah, because when I originally, when we originally found their site, it was on an aggregator site, mm-hmm. and we found a dog, and then it uh, sent us to Straight Paws, and it was a great site. Uh, but all they had were photos, and when you are adopting a dog that you can't meet because the dog is from Greece. And we don't foster in Canada, uh, then I think it's pretty important that you show a video. So I, I approached Anastasia, who's just she's she runs the company. Uh, she puts her heart, sweat, soul, money into the company, uh, the the uh, the rescue, the sanctuary, the sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I I just said, you know would you like a video presence on on the website cuz i would love to do that and hmm. and ever since then i've done hundreds i think hundreds of dogs i uh, think so.
1: i think so and and i think it's it's really added to the, the success and the speed at which these animals are, are adopted.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I think I, I would have to agree about that. And it also just gives – uh, it, it gives uh, just just a – because sometimes the photos, they don't give you a size. They don't give you a personality. And the videos really bring out the personality of the dogs, especially mm. when they're playing and roughhousing. Yeah, you know, c-
1: case in point, Anna. Yeah. Anna's photo was very serious Right, yeah, like we didn't really know, you know, what what kind of personality she she'd have. Anastasia is very careful at um, speaking with the prospective owner. Oh, she
0: really vets the. uh, She she
1: comes to your house. She asks. There's a five page questionnaire that you have to fill out. So it's a very thorough process. But she tries to match the personality of the dog with the family um, that it's being adopted into, and it turns out that Anna is a comedian. She has us laughing every day. Day
0: and night. And we would never have known that from just the photos. No.
1: But had we seen a video, I think we would have had a better sense of of how, you know, expressive she is and how funny she is. And,
0: and you know, to the other point that I made earlier is you meet your dog at the airport, the yeah. dog that you've adopted and committed to. So I think it's it, it really helps uh, the prospective adoptees that they see the dog in action, and that's what we try to do. It's, it's not just me, though, that, that makes these videos. Athena, who runs the sanctuary... Uh, she takes all the videos and then she sends them to me, and then I I work it with the narration and the music and uh, graphics and all that. You kind make of thing. it sound
1: really easy, but you spend a lot of time making sure that the right words are being spoken, that the right music is selected, uh, you know. I, and I think that's why they're so they're so successful.
0: Yeah, and Athena's gotten so much uh, uh, better at. Uh, and 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 one of the reasons is the sanctuary has moved in Greece and it's much a bigger space now and the dogs are are, are have a field to pl- to play in so she's got them out there uh, in big groups playing with one another and it's just it just makes for a really fun fun thing so listen if you are if you're looking for a dog if, a new
1: if, family member yeah
0: new family member. Uh, and again, I you know I'm am a huge advocate of stray dogs, uh, whether it's our rescue or not. Um, I have a real problem with breeders. I, I if I had my way, I'd shut them all down. But that's just me. I know it sounds extreme, but there are just so many existing dogs in the world uh, from all parts of the world, Costa Rica, all parts of the world. You know, Russia, all these places, yeah, and yeah. Greece.
1: And they they're 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 already here. And they need to be looked after.
0: And you know what? I would say this. Any one of my friends who are friends, who knows our dogs, anything wrong with those dogs, by the way? Anything? No. They're just, they, as a matter of fact, I find the stray dogs more appreciative. I really do. And I don't know if that's just me.
1: Yeah, you might whiff, be. Wiffle balling here. Yeah, but, uh, humanizing them a little bit. But but yeah, the two Greeks that we have are absolutely fabulous. Mm-hmm. They're and just, I, yeah.
0: and healthy. Just healthy. Uh, th- that's the thing that Anastasia prides herself in. Those dogs are perfectly vetted. Uh, many of them have required uh, veterinary procedures because a lot of them are taken off the streets when they become disabled. Anna being an example, she yeah. was hit by a truck. Yeah. So we look after these dogs. It costs us way more than we make off the adoption fees. Believe, believe you, uh, me. And um, it, it, it's it's a. I tell you, I just uh, it's a labor of love. I just love putting these videos together. And, um, you know, if you're in the market for uh, a dog, please consider uh a
1: a, 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 a dog. rescue dog. A rescue, rescue dog. dog. <laughs> and and the, the Stray Paws from Greece is such a wonderful organization. I would highly encourage going to their website.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, we just – so I, I've just uh, done 11 new videos. <laughs> 11. 11. Yeah. Here's my oh. list right here. Oh. Done 11 new videos. So uh, go to straypawsfromgrease.com. Uh, it's Toronto, okay, it's a Toronto-based dog rescue, and you will see the videos and the pictures and the stories, and uh, and then all you have to do is fill out an application form. Anastasia will get in touch with you, and uh, away you go from there. But yeah. uh, I, I can't tell you how many great dogs that we have taken off the streets in Greece and have put into wonderful families. We have fam- like our family has two, mm-hmm. but there are we have families with three and four uh, mm-hmm. rescues. So
1: yeah I think it's a repeat thing because <laughs> you know the success breeds success when you're happy with you know the, the dogs that you've taken in. It, it encourages you to, you know, Go back to the well, as it were.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, please consider that if you're uh, looking for an animal right now, a dog. Uh, the other video that I
1: been... oh boy, <laughs> here other... we go.
0: <laughs> yeah, the other video that I've been working on is uh, not so much a labor of love, but a labor of must.
1: Yes. So, <clears throat> we touched on um, something that's happening in our valley, in the last last podcast, there's a, a a big solar company called Redden Solar um, that has a proposed project um, that would land smack dab in the middle of this amazing um, countryside and would be occupying a field that is fertile. Um, the part that's irksome for me and I'm using a nice word yeah. <laughs> is that you know the, the president, the directors, all of these people in in this in this uh, redden solar, um, talk about how they would never, Put their project on land that is farmable.
0: Yeah, you can you can look in French and in English. There are massive quotes. There are mission statements uh, w- within their website and and uh, literature that say, "Oh no, 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 we would not."
1: Yeah, I, I think they they are actors that are portraying them themselves as good corporate citizens. And they're falling short, way short. And this company was purchased by a, a group of, of bigger companies, investment companies. So I think there's a big motivation here that is pretty much bottom line greed driven. One company I'm really sad to say is Canadian. It's um, B- British Columbia Investments. And, you know, if, <laughs> I think if, if they knew... What was happening in France right now, they would be uh, shocked, I'm, I'm hoping, and would be very unhappy with the way this company is conducting themselves.
0: Yeah. i tell you what. Uh, if, uh, if you know anyone who's involved with BCI, uh, send them to Jeff and Julie Move to France Facebook page because we have the video that we produced there. And they can get a firsthand look at what field that they are now designating or trying to designate to solar panels – because I took it's so it's so fortuitous. I took a picture of this field un, unknowingly last year, uh, just before harvest in May, because it reminded me of my home in Saskatchewan.
1: It was a wheat field. It was beautiful, and certainly not infertile. Right? Oh God! Right? Bumper. And so you know, there's a there's there's what there's what you say, and then there's what you do, and That's right. this is very conflicting.
0: Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh, so, yeah, we encourage you to check out our video. I just posted it, I think it was, was it yesterday? Uh, it's on the...
1: Uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah,
0: it's on our Facebook page, at Jeff and Julie Moved to France.
1: Yes, and we did a French version that we will be sending to the the media uh, in, uh, in in Shortstead, And uh, we're very happy to say that there's a collective of people that are, you know, mortified that this could be happening and are, are rallying together uh, to, you know, uh, create awareness, let people know. So there's flyers that are being produced. There's a Facebook page. There's uh, a petition that's being written. Um, there are meetings that are being taken with the mayors. We're,
0: we're, we're printing up some uh, billboards for the area.
1: Yes, because I think that if people were aware of what is happening in their valley, um, there would be, uh, an, uh, I think, uh, an uproar.
0: Well, in one, in, in one case, you'll see in the video Uh, because we've got aerial shots of the six hectares. And the six hectares are bordered by two families whose homes have been there for hundreds of years in the middle of agricultural community, agricultural land, wildlife. And it is going to be now cordoned off with a eight-foot-high barbed wire fence and all these solar panels. And in 20, 30 maybe 40 years, but I doubt it, all of those solar panels are going to be in a landfill along with all the other solar panels.
1: That's a good point.
0: Now, don't get me wrong. We're not against solar. We welcome uh, the addition of solar energy. It's just please think this stuff out. Think it through. Yes.
1: Don't don't be taking food away to put in solar panels, put solar panels in places that are more logical, in wa- you know, industrial wastelands, in parking quarries, lots. in parking lots, on rooftops, that's fine. But don't be taking perfectly good land to install a solar complex.
0: Yeah, exactly. Actually, do what Redden Solar says they do on their website. Don't use fertile land for solar panels. <laughs>
1: So that was our little, uh, <laughs> we came to France <laughs> for oh. the quiet and to, and to retire. And now we've gone to war. <laughs> we're activists.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, it, it's just, this is just not, not what... Uh, it's
1: not right. So we have to do something.
0: Not what we uh, signed up for, but we've, you know, we're signing up for it anyway, because somebody has to do something and um, hopefully... We have a, a we we do have some great people in our collective, but hopefully, our collective has a little bit of sway. And you know, it's funny. Um, one of the members of our collective bumped into the lo, a, a local. A politician the other day who really had – and, and the, the community is uh, – the, the council has a vote coming up in the next week or so and had no idea that this proposed site was on fertile land. I mean, you know the,
1: – there's, there's some lying going on. I mean, uh, some less than truthful um, things are being told to the locals and I think that's highly unfair.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of unethical uh, behavior uh, going on, and we just need to get the right people who uh, see what we what we need to stop. And and when I say stop, I just mean alter, like just put it in the right spots. Yes, you know.
1: Yep, I agree. Okay, so we we vented, and uh, we have some work to do, um, but. Uh, there's a, a holiday coming up.
0: Yeah, this is a, this is a strange sort of holiday. Uh, it has different meanings around the world. Um, it's Saint Patrick's Day, and uh, so we wish you the luck of the Irish, obviously.
1: <laughs> well, it, it was a big deal. Like when we lived in Ontario, like you know, every pub had green beer.
0: Oh, Canada's got. Canada's got a boatload of the fun Irish, and and you know, I think it almost extends to the Maritimes, right? Like, I mean, you know, the, the Maritimers are so. I mean, even the accent is so close to the Irish, and it's just uh, they, there's a uh, there's a laissez-faire about the Irish. they I love their their look on life you know it's just it's fun they get together there's pubs and i i will tell you that since we're so close to ireland of of those countries scotland ireland mm-hmm. but that would be my bucket list i would really like to go to parts well, that's of ireland like,
1: well we'll have to do that mm-hmm. but in france here yeah <laughs> it, well okay in rural france y- y- it's not it's not a thing really
0: not a thing no
1: in 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 Paris, it's a thing.
0: Oh, so how is it a thing in Paris?
1: Um, Well, I'm told that on the 17th, um, they will, at night, light the Eiffel Tower with green lights. To, to you mm-hmm. know, to to for, for St Patrick's Day. Um, there's also, I think, le moule rouge that put uh, uh, put green lights. Oh, okay. And I th- I, I think they, they, it's a little bit more serious when you're in a big city. I I
0: wonder if because the closest thing to a pub in France are the are the brasseries. Yes. Right. Yes. So I, I wonder, um, like for instance, that brasserie that I took you to in Agen. Mm-hmm. you they you know so it's 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 like a Kelsey's I guess you could say that type of thing.
1: They may. I mean, they brew their own beer there, so they they probably could do something mm-hmm. with green beer. And I know they had a. Uh, at, at certain places, they've got a Christmas beer where they add a little cinnamon and nutmeg. Where I'd, I'm not oh, quite nice. sure. I'm not yeah, a beer yeah, drinker, yeah, but yeah. yeah. But uh, that's
0: true. We had that at uh, at the Stelcia. That's right. Our local restaurant. That's here. right. But but they don't. But they don't have like the big Saint Patrick's Day parade or anything like no, that. No, it's here. B-
1: it's bigger. In the United States. Yeah. And I think it even started in the United States because there were so many Irish that, that uh, immigrated into the U.S. during the time of the potato famine. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a, hu- a huge Irish population. But did you know that St. Patrick wasn't Irish? Oh, no. He was British. Oh, and the story goes, you know how I, I like these little yes. bits. Yes, <laughs> um, he he was um, born into a wealthy family, a British family, and Irishmen came and captured him when he when he was sixteen, and he, he was a prisoner for six years. And during his time, he that's when he turned to religion.
0: I thought we going to say? Booze. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know, maybe. But no, religion. And he started spreading the word. And this is way back in, you know, like, oh, gosh, how, yeah. how long ago? And the date that he passed away was um, March 17th. So move centuries forward, and that's why they recognize St. Patrick on, on that day. Um, other things that are associated with St. Patrick's Day are leprechauns.
0: Yes, and, clo- and four-leaf clovers and shamrocks, shamrocks and a yeah. yeah.
1: And like a, a a third of the Irish population believe that leprechauns actually exist.
0: They do not.
1: Yes, they a do. A third? Oh, yeah. Well, that's Before what, what it said drinking? In, Irish, in Irish Central. Well, uh, that's the source where I got that from. Uh, they believe in them. There was even a, um, in some place in Ireland they were going to uh, put a fence up, and the workers wouldn't do it because that's where the fairies lived. Okay. So, so there's you know uh, the, uh, it's it's part of the Irish lore. lore. Part of the yeah. Let's the, call it lore. Okay, sure. Um, but you know there there was uh, there's there's a lot of things that are associated with that day: leprechauns, shamrock, green. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that brings me.
0: Ah! Uh, oh, great! Now to I've got the a yeah. French
1: phrase of the day.
0: Now I have to learn French and Irish, or Irish and French. Oh, this will be good.
1: Okay. Um, there might be one word that I'll have to explain to you. <laughs> one
0: <laughs> <Okay>. miracle.
1: <clears throat> Ce que beurre et whisky ne peuvent soigner est incurable.
0: Uh, soigner, what's that?
1: That's the word I... Um, heal.
0: Oh, but a uh, little bit of butter in the whiskey?
1: No. Oh. Ce que beurre et whisky... Beurre et whisky...
0: Okay, butter and whiskey.
1: Ne peuvent soigner. Ne peuvent soigner.
0: Just, just tell me. Can't heal. Oh, oh yeah, can, okay.
1: Est incurable.
0: And, and it's Incurable.
1: That's right. So, what? this is an Irish saying that they translated into French. What butter and whiskey can't heal is incurable.
0: Oh, I see what you mean. Oh.
1: Ce que beurre et whiskey ne peuvent soigner est incurable. And that was your Irish-French phrase of the day.
0: <laughs> I wonder, uh, maybe I can uh, change up the music a little bit.
1: Oh, maybe. Add sure.
0: A, add a little flute. Yeah. Uh, no, I won't be doing that.
1: Well, there's, there's, uh, you know, the Irish-French phrases, and then there are limericks, which then, the Irish are famous for.
0: Let me tell you, I, I got to say, my dad oh, used yeah. to love the limericks. Oh,
1: he, he used to, when he'd come <laughs> for dinner, have limericks ready. Some of them were really rude. And, and he would laugh so hard that he would be spitting up. He yeah, was just... He, he was, was <laughs> unable to... As a
0: matter of fact, we were doing a little... We were going to... We took them to France, uh, my mom and dad, before my dad passed. And uh, we had a, <laughs> we had a, a, a sort of an, uh, French a... French-themed
1: oh, dinner. A French-themed
0: Irish dinner uh, at our house. Cause it was in, it was right around this time yes. of year because we were leaving, I think, in May. Yes, and we were just gonna get a do a, a little pre trip uh, dinner at our place and get all the documents together and, and all that kind of thing. And uh, dad. Uh, brings all these limericks well I mean some of them my mom's very I don't think my mom has said a swear word in her life so my mom is uh
1: (laughs) she's a little offended but but it was it was really funny she
0: was still laughing because she was laughing at how much my dad was laughing
1: (laughs) and some were at her expense
0: oh most of them were at her expense (laughs) so we'll wrap up the show today with uh, some limericks that we found in there, some of them are really clever. And if you if you go on the internet, some of them are just crap. But but you know what? I I, I do like some of them. Do you want to start? Um, I, I have how many? Do you have? I have four.
1: I have three. So oh, you go okay, first. Okay, I'll start first. There once
0: was a lass of Madras who had a magnificent ass, <laughs> not rounded in pink as you'd probably think, but was grey, had long ears, and ate grass. Ha! <laughs> You see, see what they did there.
1: That's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, limericks were uh, originally uh, they originated uh, in Limerick, Ireland.
0: Well, that stands to reason. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so I don't know if this is true or not, but I think one of the first ones was this one. Okay. Hickory Dickory Dock.
0: Oh boy, where's Andrew <laughs> <not> Dice Clay? <laughs>
1: I'm not doing his version. (laughs) No way. The the mouse ran up the clock. The clock struck one, and down he run, hickory dickory dock. What the hell? I don't know what that means. You?
0: (laughs) No, but uh, I know what (laughs) dices
1: means. (laughs) Your turn.
0: Okay. Uh, God's plan made a hopeful beginning, but man spoiled his chances by sinning. We trust that the story will end in God's glory, but at present, the other side's winning.
1: Oh, très bien. Uh, see, there's a, there's
0: a, there's a uh, you know, like Shakespeare has its iambic pentameter, there's a way that you yeah, have to read them.
1: That's true. That's true. There was a small boy of Quebec who was buried in snow to his neck. When they said, are you frizz? He replied, yes, I is. But we don't call this cold in Quebec.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, no, that is not the truth.
1: And that's Kipling.
0: Rudyard Kipling wrote that.
1: Yes, yes,
0: yes. You got to be kidding me. I'm not. Holy cow! <laughs> All right, well, that's that's interesting. Well, that's a limerick. That it is a
1: limerick, yeah. yeah.
0: We got some Canada in there. We don't call that cold anywhere in Canada.
1: Yeah, well, really. and that's my original province. That's why I thought it was. Oh, well, good one. A good, uh, a good one to. Talk about.
0: Okay, I've got two left. Uh, Here's one. Uh, A little limerick as we celebrate St. Patty's Day. At times I'm so mad that I'm hopping. My angriness sets my veins popping. I yell and I curse with swear words diverse. But my wife does much worse. She goes shopping.
1: (laughs) That's good. Why don't you do another one? You don't have any more? I've got one more.
0: Oh, you want to be the last? I do. Okay. I think I've
1: got the best. That's why I'm saving the best for last. Well,
0: here's my best. Okay. (laughs) So my dad would all, my dad is just like me. He'd be be sitting here and he would start laughing before he could do them. So I've got to back up here a bit because invariably you you never got what my dad's were about because he was laughing so hard. He was spinning up. Okay, here we go. Here's my last one. (laughs) There was a girl from Rabat who had triplets, Nat, pat, and tat. It was fun in the breeding, but hell in the feeding, when she found out she had no tit for tat. Oh,
1: that's clever! I know. <laughs> okay, now for my big finale. All right. <clears throat> there was a young lady named Sally, who enjoyed the occasional dally. She sat on the lap, of a well-endowed chap, and cried, Sir, you're right up my alley.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're naughty. I am naughty. You're very naughty, (laughs) Julie. (laughs) That's a naughty one, isn't it? Wow. There you go. (laughs) That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Well, I just, you know, I just think of my dad, and uh, he just used to love these, so this is for pops um, well that is it for today boy we were all over the block here today we uh, you know we kind of covered off our issue with our solar proposed solar field and we will keep you yeah we will keep you updated on that although it's just
1: uh, it's kind of a it's a it's a, a bring down you know it's yeah. it's uh, but uh, you know what we were able to pull off some laughter. Um, with the limericks and, uh, you know.
0: <laughs> yep, and we really had a great time with the, with the alpacas. And if you haven't seen them yet, please go to our Facebook page and uh, and check it out at Jeff and Julie Move to France because they are just wonderful. Uh, but that is it for today's show. Coming up on next week's show, we got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we do, we, we, it's we been, do.
0: No, but it's been a while since we went on a little day trip,
1: yeah. right? Yeah. So.
0: Uh, we're going to get away from all the crap that we've been dealing with here lately. Let's hope we find a nice spot to talk about on Chapter 62.
1: Sounds great. A bientôt.
0: Au revoir.